Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the LYFoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the LYF podcast. I am Monica, and I am joined by LYF co-hosts, JR and Ayla. Also, all of us being in the same room, usually our setup has always been through Zoom, so we're so grateful that LYF's podcast is getting a leveling up. And we conveniently just got out of celebrating our anniversary last month, August. We also were talking about growth the whole time. And this month, we're introducing the topic of awakening. A lot of times, awakening will happen after going through a lot of growth, a lot of difficult and challenging moments. So with today, we're going to just dive into what awakening means for us and what other topics might come through it. So I think for me, just to start off, what comes to my mind with awakening is kind of like a rebirth in a way. It's almost like that opportunity to recognize new aspects of yourself after having gone through a lot of challenge and just that really sweet spot of uh, feeling a lot better about yourself or seeing the lesson that you had just gone through, seeing why you had to go through it to reach a revelation, to reach, again, like a rebirth in yourself. And I think that's that's what makes sense to me, but I'd love to hear what you guys think about it yeah I think rebirth is a a great way to see it and for me it's the moment that you realize that your happiness is more important than other people's judgment and I'll get into a little bit later about how that worked for my own process of awakening but it's really when you start thinking about you know I don't care if other people don't like these things it's what I like and I want to embrace that and it's having the confidence and the love for yourself really to pursue those things I love that can I just use what you all use? I will be honest. I did not know what the meaning of awakening was. I didn't know how to really answer the question. But after hearing the both of you, it kind of is that idea of just being able to come to a realization about yourself and who you are that culminates from all those other things that we've discussed about growth and, and, and all of that to be able to really understand who you are as an individual, but to also use those facets 
of everything to get to the awakening part Mm -hmm. to then apply it into real world instead of it just being an idea within yourself it's more so you changing who you are for the better so i think that sounds about right sounds good to me (laughs) that sounds great and I'm, i'm sure i've said this before too but when we see it in nature all the time with just the process of a caterpillar going from being a caterpillar into the chrysalis and then being a butterfly and in a lot of ways that, I mean, that's rebirth, that's awakening, that's such a staple thing that that insect goes through Mm -hmm. to reach its full life cycle. And I think as humans, I feel like we go through that multiple times in our life. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it's really the moment that you decide to embrace who you are and Mm -hmm. stop, you know, hiding parts of it. Yeah. So what are some things that have helped you guys to be more of yourselves? Like when you've maybe reached that point where you realize that you need to make some changes for yourself and maybe the road ahead seems a little bit difficult, but what's helped you get through some of those phases? I think for me, a lot of it has to deal with really spending the time to do the work for myself whether that's internally just for myself, whether that's therapy, all those kind of culminate into the idea of who it is that I am or who I'm growing into be or to becoming. So a lot of that really has driven me to become who I am today. And, you know, I've had this discussion before with you, Monica, that, you know, this is the first time in a long time where I'm able to generally say that I love who I am and I love where I'm at. I know we talked about that on the conversation as well. I, I think Also, surrounding yourself with other like-minded people, too. I would say that a lot of my development ended up coming from being a part of LIF and being around others who are going through the same issues or have come out of those problems or found themselves in a certain way that makes them a better person. So I think all of that kind of got me to where I am today. And I'm very thankful, very grateful that it ended up happening because there was a point in my life the past two years, three years of just not knowing who Mm -hmm. I am or trying to rediscover that person that I used to like a long time ago. So giving me that outlet or those avenues in order to find myself and finally become the person who I want to be. And it's a beautiful thing too, because I'm constantly changing. So this is just me now in 2021. Who knows who I'm going to be in 2022? I would hope that it's going to be an even grander JR, even better, more wiser, well-rounded person. But it all starts from where you begin mm-hmm. and being honest with yourself and saying that I need to take the steps in order to be better. It just ends up becoming something that is beautiful, really. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The self-discovery journey is a lifelong one. And I love that too. I think that in order to embrace who you are, you got to know who you are. And there's people that haven't started that. And for me, it was the year that I started going to college. I had no idea what I was doing, who I wanted to be, who I was. And that's really when it started for me where I took every test possible to find out my personality and I read everything I could, whether it was, you know, numerology, zodiac signs, um, big five personality test. And I ended up going into psychology partly because I was like, who am I and how do we find that out? (laughs) And so, you know, through that, I kind of began that process of discovering who I am. And I realized after going through therapy and, you know, a lot of reflection, there was things that I wanted to do or music I wanted to listen to or clothes I wanted to wear that not everyone was a fan of. 
And I realized, you know, people don't really care. <laughs> right. People don't really right. care if you like something that's so different, you know. And I remember my favorite band, and they're still one of my favorite bands, Maroon 5. Mm. I remember saying that, and people were like, they're the worst band of all time. And I was <laughs> like, I love Maroon 5, and I stand by that till. <laughs> it's such a small thing, but, like, when you're younger, I guess, it's just a harder thing to come to terms with that yes you are different than other people and that's a great thing you know uniqueness is such a beautiful thing and once you discover that and you realize that you know I love Maroon 5 and I love you know wearing these colors or these abstract things and I love Mm -hmm. doing these activities and you find that once you start embracing those patterns in your life you're so much happier and that's really the catalyst to beginning your life at that point and so for me it was when I started college because I realized now it's time to find out who I am and I just graduated last week and so full circle yeah, moment let's go. Yes. <laughs> yeah so it's really exciting oh that's awesome so much change I mean to answer my own question I think yeah it's so many I think therapy really when I was faced with that decision to start therapy when I was 18 that was when I really started to go and to really get that unbiased opinion about what's going on in your life and understanding your mind that was revolutionary and I've stuck with therapy for my whole adult life off and on and I have a lot of gratitude for all the therapists I've had and the coaches and it's cool because I'm realizing that as I change maybe those the past some really deep traumas I used to have that a lot of them have thankfully healed Maybe there's still stuff that comes up, but there's always a leveling up. Then there's like another thing Then okay, now I need extra help in this <laughs> and right. I can use a coach or a therapist, you know, to help me through that. So it's fun. I think that the more that we get to celebrate our growth and celebrate again, the leveling up, the easier it is in a way, even though it does, it is hard. It's never really easy, mm-hmm. but I think the more that we can embrace growth and all the all the levels of of what that looks like, it gets more fun. At least I think so. (laughs) I think you have to have that kind Mm -hmm. of mindset, too, Mm -hmm. to be able to accept those changes also in order to develop into the next person that you want to be, because we're constantly changing Mm -hmm. all the time. So there are people who are out there that don't want that change or deny the fact that there is something wrong or something needs to be fixed or needs to be looked at that people stay stagnant and they just kind of continue to be the person that they ultimately don't want to be. So I think that's amazing that, you know, you've done therapy ever since you're little and now you're getting to this point where just because you constantly are still doing it, you're still developing as a person, as a woman, and that there are more things that you can add to it to make you even better than before. So I think that that's awesome. Yeah, that makes me think that there's multiple awakenings that you have. Hearing him talk about that is, Mm -hmm. you know, the first awakening I think that you have is the realization that you don't have to be the same forever. And that change is possible and change is a good thing. Because I think when you're in mindsets of, you know, my life sucks and nothing's ever going to be different, when you think that constantly, you kind of don't see change ever happening. Like Mm -hmm. maybe that's all that there is. And I think realizing that you can make the changes possible, that's the first step to it all. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I just read something the other day on Instagram. It was about a tree that pretty much how it doesn't demand its growth either that, you know, it just, it's just growing. 
And I think a lot of times too, we'll put like that extra pressure on ourselves that, oh, if by the age of 30, I haven't done this, 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 and that, I'm a failure, but that's not true. You know, you're, you're at where you need to be, but at the same time, I don't know. I think that there, there needs to be like a healthy level of, of pressure, but at the same time, flexibility yeah. mm-hmm. to ha- help yourself really grow. And cause if not, if we're too strict with ourselves then that kind of sucks all the fun out of it. <laughs> right. You got to give yourself that kind of leeway in order to really understand what is it that you want to do, mm-hmm. where you want to go. But also something that has been big for me too, is realizing it's okay to fail. Because failure actually is beneficial for you too, mm-hmm. that you don't feel like you're invincible because nothing bad has happened or you didn't take the wrong route to a certain thing. That now more so than ever, I've gotten to this point where it's just like, hey, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least I'm going to give myself the chance to figure out if this is what I want. And I think that that is so important to personal growth and and, and all of that. Yeah, I agree. And I used to be very afraid of failure. I mean, most people are, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a scary thing. And for me, I used to be afraid to try because I was like, well, if I don't try, I can't fail, right? But you also can't succeed. So you're kind of in a stuck place here. But for me, a good example of that lately is I got a new job and I thought that it was great. And after a couple of weeks, I realized that it you know, wasn't the one for me and I quit. And past Ayla would have been like, no, you can't quit. Like you started this job. Now you have to complete some time Mm -hmm. there, even though I wouldn't be happy. And in the past, there was times when I would stay at a job longer than I wanted to because I wasn't happy. But knowing like I'm not mad at myself for still trying, you know, to Mm -hmm. do something different and see if it worked for me. And the growth really for me was realizing that you can make the change at any point, right? We keep coming back to that. Like, I don't have to stay at a job I don't like. Mm -hmm. I can quit at any time. I can try something new at any point. And failure is possible, like you mentioned, but that doesn't mean that the next thing isn't ready for you. And so that's, I think, really exciting, just moving forward in in anything that you decide to pursue. Yeah. That is so cool, too. And the fact that, you know, you're still really the young as well. So I can think we kind of have all kind of spectrums here. So mm-hmm. it's nice to see that you're doing that at such a young age and realizing that it's okay to, to fail. It's okay mm-hmm. to try to get into this job and it didn't work out. That's okay. And the fact that you're not beating yourself up over it is awesome. So kudos to you. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously. And that's something that will carry with you, you know, and it's always a good trait to, to keep necessary to have a full full life yeah it's Mm -hmm. nice to know that you can continue to choose your happiness at any Mm -hmm. point you know it doesn't have to be a job necessarily it could be trying a new hobby and me and jr have talked about this you know pursuing things that you've always thought about pursuing and part of the awakening is realizing you know i have unlimited possibilities and that's such a cool thing and i can get started with one thing at a time and if it doesn't work it's okay. There's still an infinite amount of things you can do. And that's my favorite part of the process. And that's why I don't beat myself up over it because, you know, I thought it was right for me. It wasn't the right thing for me was leaving. And so the next thing that's right for me, I'll find. And if it's not right again, you know, you can just continue to find what's right for you at that moment. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's awesome. Because you're constantly making space for what needs to be in your life. Right. And that's, that's the biggest thing I've learned too, is when Whenever I've overstayed in anything, in a relationship, in a job, 
and I saw my well-being decrease and all that energy being wasted on not being happy could have been used for something I liked more or, you know, or I was enjoying more. And, and at the end of the day, I'm the one hurting because my health is at risk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Literally. Seriously. So that's why I love my generation, millennials, but Gen Z too, because even more so, I find they don't wait. You get it's better. Just don't wait. Just just, <laughs> just go for it. So I was talking about this recently with some. I forget with who, but I was like, I feel like some millennials got that. Some haven't. You know, they're still kind of more on the other. What are they, Gen X? Mm-hmm. And then, and not not to bash Gen X, but you know, more of like that traditional mindset. So I feel like millennials is kind of split and then Gen Z is more like, no, like there's no time to waste. And I think that's an admirable trait that I keep seeing with working with Gen Z students and people. And I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think there's a misconception sometimes when I'm interviewed or I talk to Gen X individuals because I would love to have a career that I love for 50 years and just stay in it like that's what I want ideally is right. to like find like the thing of my dreams the person of my dreams and stay with it forever I'm not opposed to that but I don't want to stay in something just because it's expected that you stay in it for 40 years you mm-hmm. know if I do love it and I love it for 20 years and then I wake up one day and I'm like I hate this like yeah. I'm done <laughs> and like it's because time is so limited and you should spend every day thinking about what do I want out of life and having that constant conversation with yourself to make sure that you are pursuing the things that you want to pursue. Yeah. And if anything, I feel like at least what it's showing these younger generations, we've all realized that, right, that time is precious. I think, again, going back to nature is like nature doesn't force. Nature does what it needs to do. And it just that's I don't know I feel like the older generations kind of got lost and I don't know what (laughs) yeah I don't I don't know either but it's one of those things too is you know I'm 33 and part of me feels like half of my life has kind of been wasted away because I wasn't really pursuing what I thought was something that I wanted but really the the reality of it of it all is I'm still young yes (laughs) so the fact that I'm making the choices I am now mm-hmm. is so cool because I'm, I'm doing it now and I'm not waiting until the typical, you know, 63, 65 to retire. And then you want to do what it is that you want to do. And I was in that position where I was in the career that I've always wanted that I've been going to school for. And this is exactly the place I want to be. Then as the years have gone on, you know, that idea of, of that career just kind of started to kind of eat away at me. And, you know, n- no disrespect to anybody who was working there. It was just the work itself mm-hmm. it was getting tiring to now making that decision of, you know what, I think I'm going to just do what it is that I want to do on my own. And to do it at the age that I'm doing it now is really exciting to be able to make that leap and, and be at least confident enough to make the decision that this is something that I want to do is again, just another part of awakening, realizing that maybe you don't want to feel comfortable. Maybe you don't want to have all the luxury of a salary job where it's benefits, retirement, all of that, because really at the base of it, you're not happy. And I think that that is so key in whatever decision you want to Mm -hmm. make about anything in life is, is it going to make you happy? Because at the end of the day, you only have yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at now in my life of just saying, you know, do the things that make you happy. Do it because 
this is what you want to do, not because you have to do it. It hasn't gotten to that situation where I'm having to make decisions because I have to do this. It's because I want to do this. And I think that that is such a liberating thing. But in the part of awakening, there's the same idea too of just, this is the next step of your life. So go after it. Mm. Yeah. And I love the notion of you're never too old to choose that for yourself. Mm. You know, I want to just abolish the idea that like, by a certain age, you have to have certain things done. Like at any age, you can choose a new dream, a yes. new pursuit, a new goal. Mm. I don't like the idea that you got to have it figured out so soon. And I think that while Gen Z like is very forward in that, we also are very crippled in the idea that we can see things a lot more broadly with TikTok and all the social media. We can compare a lot more because we're like, Oh my gosh, everyone I see at 20 is like a millionaire and is famous. Mm -hmm. And and, and so that can kind of be alarming in the sense that like, why don't I have it figured out then? Or why am I not in that space? But I, I love the idea that it's, you're, you're still young. You're young at 30, you're young at 40, you're young at 50. You know, you don't have to see it as I have to choose now. Mm -hmm. I have to have it all set in stone Mm -hmm. and I can't change at any point. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, because if anything I've learned is the only constant is change, right? So it really is up to us to allow it sometimes, really. Mm -hmm. At least what I've seen in my life, I remember when I would prolong things and I knew inevitably it was going to happen, but I made up some scenario in my mind that, you know, it wasn't gonna or it wouldn't or whatever it was in that moment only to for then it it did happen and it needed to happen and life's gotten easier by not going against the current and by also surrendering also to what life wants to bring you and sometimes it looks different than what you would have thought but at least again I can speak for myself that when I've allowed more surrendering and and it doesn't mean you don't do anything of course you 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 do (laughs) that would be a problem yeah (laughs) I like to, I've, I've said this, I think before too, I've called it, I forget now, but just living with intention and doing the things that you need to do, but at the same time, allowing what's trying to come in. It's like a dance in a way. And I think the more that we try, the easier it does become. Again, it doesn't mean that there aren't challenges. Yes, there are. But again, I speak for myself, life seems to be getting easier in that aspect. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Last week I had a friend come to me and Mm -hmm. say, you know, I struggle with anxiety and Mm -hmm. every day I just think of the million things that could go wrong or I'm anticipating things. And she asked, how come you don't get anxious? Like, why does that not affect you anymore? And I told her it's hard to explain, but it really does come to surrendering because anything external to you, you can't control. Mm -hmm. And you can think all day. And I used to think all day about any possible thing, overthinking every scenario. And you can live like that and it's hard. But, you know, once you realize that there's always going to be that constant change and the uncontrollable things that will go on in your life. But what you can do is make the best out of what's given to you because you don't know what that's going to be. You can't prepare. You really can't. Mm -hmm. And so once you find yourself finding peace in it, you know, like I can just take what comes and in being calm, I can approach it the best I can. And so once I found that, that's when really I, I did find myself, you know, not being anxious anymore, kind of take things at the, as they come. I still worry, of course, of you know, course. As, yeah. as a human does, but I don't spend as much time thinking about all the possibilities when I know that it's not up to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. There's a book that helped me a lot too. Maybe you'll have heard of it. It's called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer and 
he's also written Untethered Soul and I think another book, but he talks about that, like how he was, I forget if he was like a, a mathematician, super science. And then as he started to open more up to like philosophy, different philosophies, yoga specifically, he started to see what we're talking about and his life got really interesting and he talks about again the, the experiences that came into his life that definitely amplified and, and made it more enriched and that book helped me a lot to again be more in rhythm with life and to accept things easier but like you Ayla I, I mean I've talked about it I used to have a lot of anxiety and panic attacks and everything and I think every human has like a healthy level of anxiety but doing the things that we talk about on here about, you know, meditation, exercise, all that, it helps. And I think what helps me is remembering how small we are too. Like a, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're one species on this planet and this crazy universe. So with that, I think that there's a real balance between having control and having no control over things. Because you know that you have control over yourself and yourself only, but everything external to you is out of your control and there's some beauty in that but also it makes life a lot scarier it makes change scary and Mm -hmm. outside of recording I talked to you about therapy and we've all mentioned going to therapy and if you are thinking about therapy and you aren't really sure this is the sign to try it you know I had bad social anxiety for a long time and it was really crippling because any idea of having to talk to people I didn't know or being alone while doing that really scared me and it was inhibiting different parts of my life. And I decided, amongst other things, I want to see if I can work on that. And I ended up finding a therapist here who specialized in parts and memory therapy, which was something we didn't learn in my degree in psychology. So I thought that this is something really <laughs> abstract, maybe something that's not necessarily studied as much, but it's a newer type of therapy. And basically, it says that there's different parts of yourself, really. And kind of like if you've seen Inside Out, how there's like joy and like you have a bunch of those inside of you. And it's more than just those, though. There's one for anxiety, one for guilt, one for shame, one for insecurity. And so this therapy kind of has you go inside of your subconscious and talk to those parts of you and ask, why is it that this keeps coming up for me? Why am I feeling insecurity a lot lately? Why are you feeling guilt, you know, and it's looking at the memories associated with those things. And at first I was kind of skeptical because I was like, how are we going to pull these memories up? And there were many times when I was going into that session being like, I have no memory associated with this. I don't know how she's going to pull it out of me. And it's crazy how it works because your subconscious will show you, yeah, you have a memory from when you were 11 and this is inhibiting you 10 years later. And it was through that, that I really got to learn that a lot of things in your past stick with you even without you noticing you know there was memories Mm -hmm. that got pulled up that I was like I didn't even realize that I had that memory it was the first time I've thought of it since it happened really and there's different books that talk about it and I think it's important to know that every experience you have does stick with you and that's why having an awakening is important in understanding how you became who you are and where you want to go next and so for me going through that I was able to eliminate anxiety and insecurities and find why I was having those doubts in my life and what experiences led to me doubting and so I think that a big part of moving forward and starting your, you know, butterfly journey (laughs) is really realizing what am I holding on to that I haven't thought about and what memories are really causing me to feel this way. You know, I think if you really wanted to sit down and say, I'm feeling really insecure about this 
new idea I'm having or this business idea or promotion. Like, why am I holding myself back from trying these things? And you'll find memories and find people that have said things to you that you've like held on to. And my, my prompt, I guess, is to say that, tell them they're wrong, even if it's just, you know, in your mind, but you haven't allowed yourself to pursue it because of what other people have expected of you. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. The the trauma stays with us Mm -hmm. if we don't look at it and it'll manifest in so many different ways to try to capture our our attention it's amazing and it's crazy at the same time yeah i mean i don't even even think that that is possible or that could even happen but i guess it it makes sense there's a lot of stuff that is kind of trapped away or hidden away in our mind from things that happened when we were younger or really big trauma that we're trying to Mm -hmm. suppress that once you tap into that it actually allows you to be more awakened about who you are, what you stand for, and the things that you believe in. Because we kind of go throughout our lives just not wanting to really tap into those ideas or those Mm -hmm. memories out of fear, out of nervousness, whatever it may be. Because sometimes we don't even want to see what that other side really is or what is it that we've been holding back for a long time. It wasn't exactly the same thing, but it was something similar when I talked to a counselor about things that have been happening in the past. And I think I mentioned this on the conversation too, is not allowing yourself to move on from those things. Holding on to these ideas, these moments, these memories that everybody else who was involved has already moved on, but you're the one who's holding onto everything. And that idea of what he ended up telling me was how long do you want your sentencing to be as if you were in jail. So he basically just said, you know, you, you seem like you're handcuffed. You've been in this jail cell for X amount of years that you've been holding on to everything from the past. If I was your judge, I would tell you that you're free to go. You've done your time. You've lived through what you've had experienced and what it is that you have been holding on to that it's time for you to move on. It's time for you to be released Mm -hmm. from this prison that you've been holding yourself into for so long. And it's time for you to let it go and and move forward. So it's just the same thing as I knew these things were in the back of my head, but I didn't know how to approach all that stuff that if that moment did not happen with that counselor at that time, and he didn't say exactly what he ended up saying, I don't think I would have had that awakening moment of no, I'm ready to move on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done thinking of this now. And I, I want to create new memories and don't live in the past anymore. That was so important, so crucial in my personal development to get me to where I am now that it is one of those things. Is I knew that that stuff was there. I didn't want to yeah. tackle it or I didn't want to be as blunt as possible with why I did the things that I did or, you know, the, the addiction that I have as well. I know it's there, but I never really acknowledge it too often that allowed me to get to that point to really put it in the forefront of my mind and understand like, okay, you know what happened, you know why you did those things. But the most important thing is that you're trying to get better and you want to move on. So start right now. Yeah, that's revolutionary. I've never heard it put that way, but that's great. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I think that it's hard when, since you were a child, you've been told the same things because it's kind of like, I don't know any difference now. I don't see it being any different. So why acknowledge those things? Because you think that's just how life is, right? Mm -hmm. You think that you can't, like you had the boundaries made for you, your limits made for you. And you never thought, could I go on the other side of that fence? Could I go past that? And so I think that realizing that you can at least explore it and, you know, see that, 
you have unlimited potential and you're the one that's putting those on yourself because of what other people have said, but you're the one holding on to it, like you said. Right. Yeah, like that conditioning that we inherited from our parents or our caregivers and their narratives. And one of the biggest awakening moments for me in therapy was really realizing that, you know, my parents did the best they could. And uh, that was big for me just to finally get to see my dad specifically as a human being and not just my dad. Because I think that a lot of us when we're growing up, I know I did it where you think that your parents are gods Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're human and they have their own things that they're processing, working through and yeah, they make mistakes and yeah, it sucks. Some of it sucks a lot. But I think part of that forgiveness for that that whole process I had to go through to forgive my dad was huge to be like, wow, no, he's a human. He was a human being. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, I've never thought about it that Mm -hmm. way. But you're right, because when you're a kid, that's who you're learning everything from. Mm -hmm. You might as well be God because you're like, you're giving me all this information and I'm expecting all of it to be true because that's how you are teaching me life is. But to realize that all of us are human, all of us are going to have flaws, all of us are going to have other things that are not perfect and teach others that are not perfect. And so, you know, I think that's really important to understand and know that just because you were taught a certain way doesn't mean that you have to live that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that big responsibility and just realizing that of your family, of your caregivers, of your parents, knowing now as an adult how much of a responsibility that was to... Yeah. to grow us <laughs> really it was just Seriously. Uh, you kind of take it for granted sometimes mm-hmm. especially you know when I was a teenager it's just one of those things where I'm not listening to my parents I think I know better all that stuff yeah but to realize now how difficult that might have been for them to try their best to give you one the best life that you can have and two to teach you everything that you need to know while you're young mm-hmm. to grow into an adult, a fully functioning adult at that point. <laughs> like I can only imagine, I don't have kids. I don't know what that responsibility is. I, my sister has four boys, so I've kind of seen it through her, but it's such a responsibility to see that and to understand that, you know, they were trying to do their best for you and for us to turn out the way that we are now and, and actually like taking the ball and running forward now because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, your parents are only going to do so much at some, at a certain point. You have to now take take responsibility. Mm -hmm. You have to take control Mm -hmm. now. And I wonder what that perspective is on their end too, is we looked up to them for guidance, for everything that we need to know, to now us being adults and doing our own thing, what our parents see of us Mm. now, I think would be very interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we come to teach our parents. And I think as we grow and we develop more into who we are. They'll see aspects of themselves, but also like your uniqueness come through. And I think that's beautiful. And I think the more parents can embrace that, <laughs> it, it gets easier too. <laughs> I wonder if that's a, an awakening for them also. You know, it's like we're finding ourselves, we're understanding who we are, and then we're becoming what it is that we want to become. That I wonder if our parents seeing that in us gives them an awakening of just like, okay, now this, now I can start my next journey in life because I know that my kids are okay or they're on the right path. So it's just interesting to see the different dynamics and generations Mm -hmm. of how all that kind of plays into everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Each awakening is like a milestone, you know? Yeah. It's like, wow. Okay. We got this figured out. Growth, growth, growth. Wow. We got (laughs) it. Yeah. 
What's a question that's come to my mind is what's some advice that we could potentially help people right now if like they find themselves in a maybe a fork in the road or they don't really know how to begin? I would say go to thelyfoundation.org <laughs> and read up on all our blog posts, <laughs> listen to all of our podcasts. No, but seriously, I mean, I think there's so many different avenues to get that information. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we have created or curated a lot of great information to help people, especially like every month we're having these new topics, these new mm-hmm. things to focus on. For me personally, and this is a testimonial for everybody out there, <laughs> is just even doing the conversation and the conversations that me and Ayla have mm-hmm. had on the different topics that we've had on the show is it helps me understand me more, yeah. you know, and it also helps me understand everybody else. Like me and Ayla barely even know each other, honestly. And it took the conversation to really know who mm-hmm. we are. Mm-hmm. Like that's a beautiful thing. Like you're not only learning stuff about yourself, but you're also learning stuff about nice. somebody new too. And I think that we realize that we have more connected than we do apart. Of course, different generations or, you know, there's more, the age gap is a little bit bigger, but we're still experiencing the similar things that mm. we are both being able to help each other with. So I think that what LYF does and what it continues to do and where it's going to go into the future, I think that, you know, I'm not trying to toot our own horn, but you know, <laughs> beep, beep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think we have the keys to help not mm. only us within the organization, but everybody else around the world. So I would definitely say tap into that more just because, the answers are there. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's true. And we have such a variety of articles on the website and at this point, so many different episodes too. And then just our content on social media, also all the different perspectives that come through on the captions there. And so it is true. You know what? <laughs> yes. We got to flex a little bit. You know? <laughs> yeah. I would say the overarching theme mm-hmm. is to understand yourself, to, to try to seek and to find yourself really. And that's where the awakening can happen is when you say, I want to learn all about myself. And LYF does have the resources mm-hmm. to be able to provide that for you. So you're not wrong, <laughs> JR. <laughs> but really, it's just about exploring and having that conversation mm-hmm. with yourself and saying, who am I? And what are the things that like, who do I want to be? And what do yeah. I want my life like? But beyond that, acting on it and saying, you know, I'm going to choose myself every day and choose my happiness. And that's where the awakening comes. Yeah. And it can be really small things. Like one thing that I love is to treat myself a few times a week to go to like one of my favorite coffee shops. Like that gives me a lot of joy. (laughs) You know, it can be as small as that to, of course, you know, eating well and all the other things that promote well-being. But however small it might look for you. But if it brings you a lot of joy, do it. Yeah, because it can have big impact mm-hmm. on your life. The small things add up. Yes, they yes. do. Again, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, too, is just the process of growing a plant. Every day it matters how much water it gets and the nutrients it gets. And it might grow a very small centimeter, but it's still growing. Mm-hmm. And that's us with yeah. every act of kindness that we give ourselves. I'm <laughs> looking at the plants everywhere. Right? Like, oh, I'm looking at them too. I need to- <laughs> You're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, that's really great. And I think that one of the misconceptions is that you need money to be able to do those things, but there's different ways to go about it. Like yeah. for me, I like to wake up with a very positive playlist, you know, and just jam out all morning. And that starts my day off really well. And I'd like to take a step outside and soak in the sun and just be like, wow, I'm yeah. ready for today. And for me, that's, 
enough of the care just in the start of the morning to help me prepared for the day. Yeah. And then just doing little things here and there. Like you said, it's, yeah. it doesn't have to be, you know, spending a hundred dollars on yourself every exactly. day. Yeah. It can be little things too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something to say, but that all pretty much sums it up. Enjoy the small things in life. I think be present in the moment that, you know, you don't let the past succumb to you or you're too focused on what the future has to hold, even though you don't know what's going to happen in the future that sometimes we forget to kind of enjoy a moment like this. Right. Like a year ago, I mean, we're still in pandemic, but you know, even a year ago, a lot of us were still not feeling comfortable to be around each other, you know? Mm -hmm. So definitely moments like these matter so much more now. Yeah. And yeah, just to cherish those types of moments, not only just the people that are around mm -hmm. you, but like Ayla was saying, it has to come from you too. Mm -hmm. You have to do that for yourself also, because if you can't do that for yourself, you can't do it for anyone. And that's speaking from experience of where I've been through. I think that is absolutely true. And me finding who I am and really getting to the point of understanding what JR likes what he doesn't like, who he loves, who he doesn't, the things that I want to do and that I don't want to do. It's so important for you as a person to understand that. So once you can get to that point, I think things just open up. Yeah, there's a word I came across just recently, and I thought that fit really well. And it's called involution. So as opposed to evolution, it's like the philosophy of what's inside you and mm -hmm. working on evolving that every day and growing, you know, your mind, your body, your heart. And I think that really encompasses, you know, what you can do is really focus on yourself and work on that each day. Yeah, I love that word. Yeah. <laughs> word of the day, folks. Yes, okay. evolution. Yes, I like that. I love it. Well, all right, y'all. Any last thoughts? Anything else come through before we sign off? I'm thankful that we were able to do this. I know we've been talking about having an in-person anything really for a little while. So I just want to thank you all for being in my space. Yeah. <laughs> this has been really fun. I look forward to doing it more often. But as far as awakening and everything that we kind of talked about, you know, same thing. You are important. Do the things that you need to do for yourself in order to get you to the next level or the next place that you want to be at or the next person you want to become. It's super important for you to do that. Don't ignore it. There is something that you really need to do for yourself. It'd be best to do it now and not later. So that way you can really fully invest in yourself and, and just enjoy your life going forward. Yeah. If you want to sign, that's what it is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Anything else, Ayla? I would just say that at any point you can choose to provide yourself with that care and that support, that love, and have that mindset every day that I want to do something nice for myself today and take a second to slow down because I think that sometimes we get so wrapped yeah. up in the big details and where we're going next, what we're doing next, that we forget to take a breath mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah. have gratitude for what we have and mm -hmm. also think about, yes, I'm excited for where I'm going, but in this moment right now, I'm happy that I exist. Yes. Aww. so good so good <laughs> leave it just there but yeah i'm grateful that we got to do this too thank you to jr for opening up his space and um very welcome yeah this is a whole other layer whole other level for our podcast so i'm excited to see the growth and like you said ayla right now is a moment you know take this in and i'm excited though for where we're headed with everything that we're doing with the podcast and everything else which is a lot yes. <laughs> stay tuned folks stay. awesome well thank you everyone for tuning in and until next time bye
Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in.